If I'm being honest, I don't even like diets. For me, when someone or something tells me I can't have a certain food, oh my gosh, it's so much worse. I want that food even more. Whereas before, I probably could have cared less about it. I would so much rather work really hard at exercising and eating a little smarter. But being on a diet is really common, and I'm sure certain diets have a lot of benefits. But wouldn't it be a game changer if a good diet wasn't just about meal portions or eating only certain foods? Today, we're going to talk about seven strategies that will help you with your weight goal and make it a more lasting, successful endeavor. They might be different from what you're thinking. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. When I was a fitness and health coach, I found that consistently the issues around losing weight were so different than what you typically think. It wasn't about meal prepping so much or which exercises people were doing or not doing. It was so much more. Summer is coming, and usually at this time, I know there are a lot of people who want to work on their health and fitness, especially now because we're wearing less clothes or even bathing suits. And we have parties, we have graduations, we have weddings, all these events, and we want to go looking good and feeling good. Am I right? Today, I want to share with you some important strategies that you must work on and use in this journey. You might not be thinking about them right off the bat, but they're crucial to success. So let's get into it. Number one, how to prep your mind. Sometimes when we start something, we are not always going to have the motivation to do the work to reach that goal. Our motivation wanes a bit and we can find any excuse under the sun not to do it, especially when it's hard. Like if you're just starting out with exercise, it's hard. You have that initial resistance. Maybe you don't start out feeling as strong and then the next day you have sore muscles all day. It's really difficult. So we have to prepare our minds and really envision what is it that we want. We have to create the most delicious, the most exciting picture in our minds of what we're wanting. What is it? What are you really wanting and how do you want to feel? That's really important. Paint this picture in your mind so vividly that it just gets you excited and you haven't even started anything yet. You're just excited about it because you've painted that picture. And you have to know, by the way, your personality in this. So vividly painting the picture is one technique and that gets you excited. Another one is something like this. You could have a photo of yourself <laughs> that makes you absolutely cringe and you say, oh my gosh, I have got to do something about this. That could be motivating enough right there. And why do I bring this up? Because that is what got me to start working out. I saw this photo of myself. Oh, that was back in the day where you actually had to go to Walgreens to pick up the pictures that you've taken. Oh dear. <laughs> I remember I just had our first daughter and I don't remember how many weeks postpartum I was, but I remember thinking, you know, the weight will just come off over time, you know, no big deal. 
that was, you know, before I was working out. So when I picked up the photos at Walgreens, I was flipping through them and saw a picture my husband must have taken while I was on the floor organizing something on my closet. And it stopped me in my tracks. Holy bananas. It was brutal. That was enough for me right there. Now, don't worry, I just had a baby and I know I wasn't totally beating myself up, but I knew I had to do so much more than I was doing. Which reminds me, I have to tell you this funny story. (laughs) So we lived in this high-rise downtown and I did go down a couple of times to the workout room on the treadmill. And a few of those days, I saw the same personal trainer every day or every time I went down there. I didn't go every day. (laughs) But one day I was down there and I started talking to her and I asked her if she would help me train to lose some of this weight. Mind you, I never worked out before. I had zero clue what to do. The first day when we had our meeting, I got my coffee from Starbucks (laughs) and I got my lemon loaf. Do you know the lemon loaf from Starbucks? Yes. I brought it to my personal training session. Like, no shame. I was eating lemon loaf as she was telling me how to work out. (laughs) And she told me to get on the treadmill. So I'm literally, you guys, I'm literally on the treadmill, drinking my Starbucks, eating my my lemon loaf. Oh my gosh. She was probably dying. She was probably, she didn't even say anything. She was very kind. I didn't even think twice about it. So then the next time I went down, She's like, okay, hi, why don't you get on the treadmill? And so she said to me really nicely, she's like, well, you know, maybe next time, maybe not the lemon loaf. (laughs) Oh my God, I had to put that in there because it still makes me laugh every time I think about it. (laughs) Okay, I have to get back on track. Another part of training our mind is learning to fill it every day with something that is inspiring to you, something thoughtful, something positive to keep you going, to keep you excited about your goal. This could be reading books, listening to podcasts and audiobooks, or even videos, adding things to your life that are happy, inspirational. All of that truly goes a long way. There are so many amazing resources out there. I know I could talk a ton about what books I love and podcasts, and I can always give you more recommendations, but just let me give you a couple. For books, I'd recommend The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins, High Performance Habits by Brenda Bouchard, and Find Your Extraordinary by Jessica DeLulo Heron. And a new one I'm about to listen to is called Big Potential by Sean Aker. I spoke about him in the episode on the importance of finding happiness, episode 14, if you want to go back and listen to that one. For podcasts, I'll, I'll certainly name a few, but you're, you're really going to need to find some podcasts and books that are interesting and uplifting to you. That's going to really make a difference. So I enjoy so many podcasts. Um, Jay Shetty has a great podcast called On Purpose. Kathy Heller's Don't Keep Your Day Job. She's the one who taught and inspired me to start my own podcast. She's great. And a few newer podcasts that I'm loving right now are the Perspective Maintenance Podcast by John Chow and Unforgettable Conversations by Sandy McKenna. Each of them has their own goodness. And I think with podcasts or even books, I think it's always fun to just see what you're in the mood for or what you're needing for that day and then go to that resource. I'll certainly put all the links for these things below in the show notes. This part, don't miss out on this part. It's really important because we can get so wrapped up in our own bubbles or our own routines of the day and our jobs. And sometimes those things really lack some positivity or fail to be the source of inspiration when we need it. 
So find the books, podcasts, YouTube videos. Oh, wait, I forgot to mention some YouTube videos. One YouTube channel that comes to mind right away is Impact Theory with Tom Bilyeu. I know I talk about him a ton. I've seen him and his channel grow from maybe 700,000 subscribers to now over 2.78 million. He's amazing. He has unbelievable content and so inspirational and interviews with some of the best, but he has a playlist that I loved listening to when I needed to be inspired. And it might be some of his earlier stuff. It's called his Impact Quotes Playlist. I'll leave the link below. But YouTube has a ton of motivational videos. Just search motivational videos and you'll find amazing content. Moving on to number two, identify three to five main habits that you need to start doing or habits that you need to revamp to get you to your goal. Make sure after you identify your goal and what you're wanting to do, know what you need to do to get there. What habits do you need to start or stop or revamp to get you there? Let's take an example. So maybe you want to lose 10 pounds. This might be what you think the goal is, but maybe your goal is more like, I want to fit in a certain dress by this date, or I want to fit better in my clothes. So losing 10 pounds is an option, but maybe it's building more muscle as muscle takes up less space and then you're leaner and you fit better in your clothes. Whatever the goal, getting clear on what that is will help because then you'll know how to track and measure your success. Which leads me to share three important factors with habits and making them stick. And one is tracking. Tracking is so powerful. I actually created a free PDF download for you. And it's not only a progress tracker, but a success journal. It'll be a great tool for you in this journey. It relates to this episode and what we're talking about. So you can personalize it to your specific goals and habits. And then you can use it to write down your goals, your habits, check off the days of each month with each habit. It's really fun. All kinds of stuff. I will put the link below in the show notes, or you can find it at hollyroman.com forward slash tracker. Another important part of trying to create a new habit is the second one, and that's eliminating as much resistance as you can. I know we talked about this a a little bit in how to be more disciplined. I think that was one of my earlier episodes, but making it as easy as possible to do. The harder it is to start a new habit, the less likely you're going to do it. So for example, if you want to start exercising but have no clue of what you're going to start, do some research first. Plan it. Get the exercise video ready when you're going to go down and work out in your basement or get your gym bag ready and filled before you go to work so you're all ready to go to the gym on your way home or write out some workouts that you're going to do on paper or in your phone so you know exactly what you're going to do, that kind of thing. Another quick example to illustrate this is remember when I started talking about the celery juice and I knew I was going to do it and I learned it from Anthony William at the Tony Robbins event? Well, I have been doing it now for a couple of weeks, but it took me so long at first just to research what kind of juicer I was going to get. Okay, so that took too long. But then I literally had to mentally prepare myself because once I started this, I knew I had to give it 100% of my effort. So I tried to make everything easier to continue the habit. I made sure the juicer was easy to access, that I had enough celery for the week, which by the way, is a whole stinking stock of celery for one glass of juice. (laughs) So just taking out the resistance and making it easier will help you keep the habit going. The third part that's crucial for habits and helping them to stick is really a mental habit, and that's don't beat yourself up for messing up. When you work on something, you're working really hard toward a goal. If you build in the idea that some days will not go so well, 
anticipate that you will mess up, this is going to be so helpful in your journey. Say your goal is to reduce your sugar intake, and one day you end up caving and eat an entire box of raisinets. <laughs> not saying I could relate to this at all. Oh my gosh, I think that just happened last week, but shh, let's not tell anybody. But let's say if that did happen to you, don't let it ruin your entire week or the whole part of your goal and say, ah, oh, forget it. I, don't, I can't even do this. Or, oh, forget it. I messed up. I'll start again next week. Don't do that. Just stop. Give yourself some grace and keep going. Look at the bigger picture, which really helps me a lot. I look at the entire week at a time. And then in a week, if you mess up one day or something didn't go well, or if you ate something bad one day, it's okay. If you have a longer term way of thinking, it doesn't feel so bad. Just keep going. And then if you're using your tracker, you can even use another color for one of the days where you messed up, like a day of grace, and make it like it's not a big deal. It's just part of your journey. These are three parts of habit formation that I wanted to touch on because we could talk forever about habits, but let's keep going. So number three, create our identity, who we want to be. What does this mean? We have our own way of seeing ourselves, and sometimes that could be positive or sometimes negative or even both. Take a moment and think, how do you see yourself? Or how would you describe yourself to someone? This is such an interesting exercise because sometimes the mental habits of how we see ourselves can really trip us up. If we just see our negative patterns and habits, we can just get stuck in that version of ourselves instead of the one we are wanting to become. This is re-engineering your identity. Instead of seeing yourself as someone who cuts corners and who can't stick to anything or who hates working out, start saying to yourself and creating the identity of who you want to become. I'm someone who's disciplined. I stick to my word. I get things done. I eat healthy 90% of the time. I enjoy biking or whatever the activity, but you get the point here. Change your internal thoughts and dialogue and become the new version of yourself in your mind even before you get there. Powerful stuff. Number four, find an accountability or success partner. I know you've heard this before, but it really makes a difference. Have you ever just said something in a group? It could be anything, not necessarily like health related, but said it out loud. And even if you didn't want to follow through with that thing, you have this like internal pressure a little bit to be like, "Uh oh, I said it, so I better do it, right? So when you say something to more people, you share your goal with more people and you talk about it rather than just thinking of it to yourself, it's going to be much easier to stick to your habits that will help you succeed towards your goal. Find at least one person, a friend or family member that you can talk to and check in with every day or every other day, whatever works for you. But don't just say, oh, hey, I'm trying to lose weight and can you be my accountability partner like you're checking off a list. No, don't do that. Connect with one of your friends or someone in your family. Try to see if you can both think of a goal together. It doesn't have to be the same goal, but if you have a meaningful goal that you're both working towards, it will be so much more effective. And one more thing here, you can also make it really fun that way. And when you make things more fun, you're more likely to follow through. It doesn't always have to be torture when you're trying to reach a goal, right? It can be fun. I have three more strategies that will help you succeed in this journey. Number five, pick a kick starter move. When you're wanting to lose weight, movement has to be involved. I'm sure you realize this, but I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Exercise has so many benefits and improves our mood. It helps us sleep better. It gives us more energy and so much more. Sometimes we just need a boost to get started. And that's what your Kickstarter move is. 
The Kickstarter move is something you really enjoy, and that's going to be what gets you moving, which will in turn lead you into more exercise as you become stronger, and then will bring you even more of the benefit. So ask yourself, what activity do you really enjoy doing? I know for my husband, it's playing racquetball. That really feels fun and doesn't feel like exercise to him. So for you, maybe it's walking outside or maybe it's playing ball in the park. Maybe it's riding your bike. Just find something you love and start moving. Enjoy that part of it and then you'll begin to feel some positive results, which will then give you more motivation to keep going into new things. When I was coaching, I heard people say a lot that they don't like to exercise because it's boring. Well, it doesn't have to be boring. The key is to find what I call your soulmate workout. Something is out there that you're going to love to do, but it's good exercise. There is so much out there. So do some research and try new things until you find the thing that you know that you're going to enjoy. And speaking of exercise, this leads me to number six, build muscle and consider interval training. Building muscle is so good for us. If you're trying to lose weight, it increases your resting metabolism, which is how many calories you burn at rest. And it's also excellent for increasing bone density, our joints, it enhances our energy levels. So much goodness. One thing to note, referring back to my original idea of losing 10 pounds, you might remember that muscle weighs more than fat, but it's more dense and takes up less space. So if you're trying to fit in your pants better, you might want to ignore the scale. In fact, I despise the scale, (laughs) especially when you're beginning to weight train. You can actually start to see the number on the scale rise when you start working out. And boy, is that a brain trick for you. (laughs) Don't do it. Just ignore the scale for a while. You might think you want to lose 10 pounds, but three months down the road, your pants fit so much better and you're only down about four pounds, as an example, because you built that muscle. An interval training is also really effective. It helps burn more calories while we're at rest. So what interval training is, and it's one of my favorite things to do, is you work on a move for 50 seconds and then you rest for 10 seconds. So maybe you do squats for 50 seconds straight and then you rest for 10. And then the next 50 seconds you do push-ups and then rest and so on. And you do a round of say eight to 10 exercises and that's one complete round. Then you would repeat that round maybe two or three times for 20 five to 30 minutes of exercise. It's really great. The goal is to make that 50 seconds of work as intense as you can. The more vigorous the exercise, the more calories you can burn. It's a great type of exercise. Look into it for sure. But here is a very important note. You need to work with a trainer and check with your doctor before you do any type of exercise. But this type of exercise has so many benefits. I just wanted to highlight it. Okay, last one, and this is more for the women, but it's going to be quick, so bear with me. Number seven, get your hormones checked. I'm going to be brief on this one, but hormones are real. I'm not a doctor, but I know from experience. I know how powerful those hormones can be, and it can really wreak havoc on our sleep, our energy, and our bodies when they're out of balance. So if you're struggling with energy or even unwanted fat, trust me when I say it's worth checking your hormone levels. Do the research. It's incredible how much you can learn and find out to help you in this area. I struggled for years with hormone imbalances, didn't even know what what was happening. And when I got them all tested, they were all bottom low levels. I couldn't even get off the couch. Do the work here concerning your health. It's incredibly impactful. Let's do a quick recap. The seven strategies to help you succeed. Number one, 
Prep your mind and envision what you really want so you will be prepared to keep going even when you're not feeling motivated. Number two, identify three to five main habits that you need to start doing or habits that you need to revamp to get you to your goal. And remember the three important factors about habits. One, track your progress. And remember, there's a free PDF download for you to grab at the end of the podcast. I think you'll really find it helpful. Number two, eliminate as much resistance as you can. Make the habits easy to do. And number three, remember the mind habit. Don't beat yourself up for messing up. The third strategy, create your identity. Who do you want to be and create that version of yourself? Number four, find an accountability or success partner. Number five, pick your Kickstarter move to get you going. Number six, build muscles and consider interval training. Number seven, ladies, get your hormones checked or do the research. Obviously, the title of this episode is, Do You Want to Lose Weight for the Summer? But truly, it's about how do you want to feel as you? Don't we all want to feel good in our own skin? (laughs) Absolutely. So what does that mean for you? Losing weight is just the tip of the iceberg. When we dig deeper and work on all of the other things, using strategies to prepare our minds and create powerful thoughts and habits and adding those things will really help us stay on track. That's when we start to see real lasting change. I just love this stuff. I started this podcast in part because one of the things I love about coaching was helping to encourage and teach women about all of the mindset strategies and parts about having confidence, the deeper stuff that helps create lasting change and success. I want you to reach your goals and I want you to have so much success. So please reach out if you have any questions or if you need anything. And don't forget the free progress tracker and success journal download. It's free. You can find it below in the show notes or you can find it at hollyroman.com forward slash tracker. In the next week or two, I'll be sharing another interview episode. So I'm excited for you to meet my next amazing guest. And I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for listening and sharing your time with me and for your awesome, awesome reviews. That means so much. I want to encourage you and just give you a little reminder that every step of progress is progress. So as you check off each day on your habit tracker, so fun. Feel good about that. Feel good about each step. Don't get discouraged, think long-term, and do the inner work along with the outer stuff. It will make for impactful, lasting change. I am here rooting for you. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me, and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.